Right now, we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL Award finalists. You want to know why, Tristan? Because they were announced. Offensive Rookie of the Year I have I have a beef with. If I was doing a regular classic sports talk radio show, you'd get a 15-minute Horvat rant. Garrett Wilson, plus 195. Brock Purdy, plus 400. Kenneth Walker, plus 400. So Garrett Wilson, the favorite as he what should be. What is your be. rant? What's your problem with this? Purdy. This, this guy, number two on my list right here at plus 400. Am I losing my mind? I know I forgot my glasses today and I didn't put my contacts in. Where's Do you guys see Chris Olave on this list? I don't see him on the list, no. Who's voting for these awards? Do they watch football? Do they watch the Saints this year? They wanted to watch the teams that were winning games and at least relevant at any point in time during the season. Well, you know they, well, you know what they missed from Chris Olave this they season? The they separation missed, that he was able to get? Well, I'm not going to get into the nerd stuff, but they missed 72 receptions for over 1,000 yards as a rookie with, let's look at his quarterbacks this season. Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, who's a tight end, was getting run, throwing some passes this year. Andy Dalton. Hey-o. And he also scored four touchdowns. So I think it's Garrett Wilson, and I think it's Chris Olave. Same thing, same argument for Garrett Wilson. Zach Wilson, terrible. Mike White. That's what I was going to say. 83 receptions, 1,100 yards, four touchdowns. No, I'm fine with Garrett Wilson winning the award. I'm just not fine with Brock Purdy or Kenneth Walker, who barely got to 1,000 yards rushing this season. Well, that was because of his hernia. And a terrible offensive line, 30th in adjusted line yards. They get absolutely no push, so so his yards were on him. But he was like boom or bust every single week, where every week, even on a bad team, Olave showed up, and you can't make the argument he was on a bad team because it's rookie of the year. All these guys are always on bad teams. His worst game. Purdy played, what, seven, eight games? His worst game was four receptions for 42 yards. This is his worst game. Chris Olave had 72 catches. He averaged 14 yards per reception, and he's not even on this list right now. 14 and a half yards per reception. Yeah, that's my beef right there. But I would bet Garrett Wilson plus 195 if I were to bet this market. I think that's the only I think that's the only play that is actually going to get made. I guess you could make the argument for Brock Purdy just because of how far he went. In, in you know, obviously that he's one game away from going to the Super Bowl, and is he we, one game away from going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> I get what you're saying. Like I do. Jimmy Garoppolo played in the Super Bowl, I, I, you guys. I understand that. If you look at Brock Purdy, I know he hasn't done a lot, but he hasn't hurt the team. This is no slander towards Brock Purdy. He's been excellent. The dude was Mr. Irrelevant. He was the last pick of the draft. He has the chance to actually go to Disney twice this summer. Did you know that? Mr. No. Irrelevant goes to Disney every year. And also, if he wins the Super Bowl, he's going to Disneyland. But come on. 13 TDs, four interceptions in, what, seven games? One, two, three, four, five. Nine games? Yeah. 13 touchdowns, four picks. Thir- that's pretty good. It's not rookie of the year numbers. No, it's not. But he it, came in. He was literally the last pick in the draft. Yeah. And I he understand. got himself into a great situation he where did. he's the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, he, he has George to... Kittle, Devo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> they trade for Christian freaking McCaffrey. Mitchell's a good enough running back. He'd be number one on most teams. Yeah, he he's would. got the number five defense in the league. He's got Nick Bosa, the defensive player of the year. Again, what he's done is remarkable. Uh, tons of moxie. Tons of grit he's shown. All I'm saying, he's got his first real true road test. And the Philadelphia fans, I don't know if you know this, Trista, they booed Santa Claus. I didn't know they that. They boo you. They, <laughs> they don't like you too much either. They don't like Santa. You know who they like less than Santa Claus? Me. I'm trying to get in their good graces just because I kind of want to go to a couple Sixers games late in the season and root on my MVP, Joel Embiid. And I also, 
uh, have this take that I think Jalen Hurts would make a great president. Let's move on. Defensive rookie of the year. Any There's argument? There's no value in no. taking that because it's sauce. sauce. He's the yeah. best corner in the league and he's a rookie. But I also, I wouldn't care. Like, I wouldn't mind if some people had some votes for Aiden Hutchinson. He was also awesome this year. But only awesome, like, late in the year. Yeah, but imagine taking Trayvon Walker over him. What the hell were the yeah. Jags doing? I know. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson's really good. And then you have Tariq Woolen, who... He's really solid, but uh, plus 1,600. There's no value there. Assistant coach of the year. Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. The no OC. odds. He'll be a head coach in a year or two. That would be my pick. Coach of the year. Are you Shanahan? Plus 200. Are you Dayball? Plus 350. Are you Doug Peterson? 10 to 1. Man, no Nick Sirianni love. Hmm. Where would you go here? I mean, I think for me, it, the only answer is that it's Brian Dable. Uh, plus 350, this team was slated to get four or five wins. The line that they set was four and a half or five and a half, depending on what market you were looking at. They go to the playoffs. They go to the divisional round. They obviously beat a 13-win Vikings team. I don't care that the Vikings are a fraud. They still beat them. Yeah. They played with Daniel Jones as their quarterback, and they made him serviceable, watchable, and payable. Saquon Barkley had his best year. Dable did more with less than any coach in the league. He had no weapons. There was no one. You were dealing with Richie James and Richie James. Yeah. Honestly, no Sterling Shepard, no Kenny Galladay for most of the year. Just guys. (laughs) And Kenny Galladay. He He did throw that block. He did. And even with Kenny, Kenny's not even that good. So it would have to be Brian Dable for me because there was just no expectations. And they overperformed. To such a high degree. And honestly, that's what I think takes it takes to win coach of the year is medium to low expectations and then high overperformance. Can't give it to Shanahan. Can't give it to Zach Taylor because you had, you just had too many weapons. I almost want to give it to Zach Taylor just for getting the hell out of the way and letting Joe Burrow run the offense. Yeah. Because we were talking about that on last year's show even. I was like, they're trying to do the Peyton Manning thing where Burrow's just going to go up to the line of scrimmage and give his own looks, call his own plays, change everything at the line of scrimmage. And that's what they've done. Everything out of shotgun. They're running the Burrow offense from LSU. So Zach Taylor's actually been really good. I owe him an apology, just like I owe Dak one. Uh, I would vote for Brian Dable because of everything that you just said. Second, I'd go with Nick Sirianni. What he's Same. done with Jalen Hurts, remarkable, some would even say. 